In the wake of the killing of Jordan Neely, homeless black man who was choked to death by a man, Daniel, Daniel Penny, who's now become a right-wing hero. They've raised millions of dollars for him. Republicans, conservatives, the MAGA base, they're just openly coming out for vigilantism and just deciding certain people should be killed. John Neffel is a writer at Media Matters who wrote a piece about the conservative pundits increasingly talking about who they think should be killed and how it's becoming completely accepted and normalized in this far-right extreme base and beyond. John Neffel, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks so much for having me. So talk a little bit about uh, some of the the research you've been doing. I should say you're a, a freelance journalist who covers national security and civil liberties. Uh, you co-host Radio Dispatch, a daily political podcast. You wrote this for uh, Media Matters. You did a lot of research, obviously, listening to a, a lot of these people, uh, these pundits, who, as you say, they're very upfront about who they think should be killed. And you point out that while there is seemingly more of it now, it's nothing new. Talk a little bit about some of these pundits, what they've done in the past, and how it's kind of built to a head now. Yeah, so the the viciousness and, and uh, you know, uh, sort of um, semi- overt calls for violence from uh, right-wing media is is nothing new. Um, one of the kind of like standout uh, historical, recent historical examples, of course, was um, when uh, Bill O'Reilly, uh, when he was still at Fox News, uh, went after abortion providers, uh, especially um, Dr. Tiller. But what we're seeing right now uh, is is really um, much more uh, comfort with um, uh, an open embrace, uh, both of, of the vigilantism that you were just uh, describing, um, that we saw uh, Daniel Penny um, uh, enact against Jordan Neely. Um, but then in addition to that, there's, there's another story that I think hasn't received quite as much attention that... that um, makes the point, I think, almost as as well. And that's um, uh, just earlier this month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, signed a bill that would expand the uh, death penalty um, as an available option to um, people who have been convicted of uh, child uh, sexual assault, um, child rapists. And this, this new right. uh, Florida bill was... Um, cheered on by many, many figures in uh, in the right, and and so what I did was I I looked at at the way that they were, um, you know, openly uh, embracing this uh, this expansion of the death penalty. Um, one of the pundits I looked at, uh, the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh, uh, said, uh, uh, "Just execute them all. This is the first right step. There's a lot more that needs to be done." So you, you get that kind of rhetoric around uh, this expansion of the death penalty, and it, it maps almost exactly alongside all of these uh, right-wing figures on, on Fox and the Wall Street Journal uh, op-ed page and elsewhere who are calling 
uh, Daniel uh, Penny a hero for for uh, you know uh, committing this this homicide against against Jordan Neely. And I think that what they both show together is a really, really dangerous escalation of the anti-LGBTQ and anti-Black rhetoric that is, that's really always present in right-wing media, but um, it's taking on uh, an increasingly openly uh, violent and, uh, and you could even say sort of murderous uh, uh, angle to it. I want to talk a little bit more about DeSantis and that law that he uh, signed. We've talked a bit about it on the show uh, in a little bit, but I, I want to focus in on Jordan Neely for a minute and and tell us some of the things they were saying, they have been saying about Jordan Neely, uh, kind of almost like uh, rationalizing or legitimizing what Daniel Penny did. Yeah, it's it's really been been quite astonishing to see. Um, and this uh, this kind of rhetoric um, was there both prior to uh, Manhattan DA uh, Alvin Bragg um, bringing charges against Penny, and 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 afterwards, it's it's almost accelerated. So so early on, um, you have uh, Heather McDonald, uh, who frequently is an apologist for uh, racist policing. Uh, she's of the conservative think tank, the Manhattan Institute. Uh, she was on Laura Ingraham's podcast. Laura Ingraham, uh, of course, is the, the uh, Fox News primetime host as well. And uh, and and she said, uh, I'm just going to read a quick quote here because I think it it captures the overall tenor. Uh, McDonald said, uh, quote, for these activists now to be playing the race card here is preposterous. The government is unwilling to protect its citizens. You are going to have a certain degree of vigilante justice. As far as I'm concerned, uh, and from what we know, uh, this guy is an urban hero. And that is the kind of uh, rhetoric that we saw um uh, on Fox News as well, uh, uh, a contributor named Leo Terrell uh, said uh, that Marine is a hero. Um, you have uh, people like Charlie Kirk, who is the the uh, founder of Turning Point USA, which is this sort of youth outreach group uh, who called Penny a hero. Um, and the list really just goes on and on. Uh, the Wall Street Journal uh, op-ed page after charges were brought um, published uh, a piece um, called Free Daniel Penny uh, by William McGurn. Uh, the Wall Street Journal's uh, editorial board wrote a separate piece referring to uh, Penny as, uh, as uh, one of the Good Samaritans. Uh, echoing DeSantis's uh, own uh, tweet right. about Penny, and so it's it, it's it, it's essentially ubiquitous in in right wing media right now. Um, that 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 not only was uh, Penny sort of like forced into what he was doing, but that there is a full on endorsement of his actions. There's not there's no you're not seeing very much hedging of right. well, this is. This is a tragedy. Any loss of life is tragic. You're seeing we need more people to do exactly this kind of thing. And that, I think, is different than what we have seen in the in the recent past. And I think it's very alarming. Right. Because as we've explored it and as has been reported uh, in much of the media, uh, Jordan Neely was loud. He suffered from mental illness. He was abrasive. He was saying a lot of 
things that obviously might have unnerved people. He never raised a hand to anyone from what any witness did and never threatened any one person directly. And Daniel Penny went up from behind him and took him down. And the fact that he died, the fact that he was killed, I mean, it would be one thing if he, you know, did something that didn't end in his death, right? And those people would say, well, he felt threatened, whatever. Once you have somebody who actually was killed, right, choked to death because he was in a chokehold for 15 minutes, and these people find that it's totally legitimate, that you don't need any due process, right? You shouldn't even have um, a uh, a trial to look at it. Uh, it's really quite alarming. Yeah, absolutely. And and what you're what you're seeing um, from some corners of the right um, is is not only a defense of Penny, but a, a, a actually um, celebrating the fact that Neely is dead. And just to give you one example, again, uh, to, to cite uh, Matt Walsh here, uh, Walsh uh, responded to Neely's death by uh, calling him, uh, and I'm quoting here, a, quote, terrible person. And Walsh continued, the community is better off without him. Everyone wow. is safer without him. So, so again, this signals not a kind of, um, you know, this is a tragedy, but, but uh Penny did what he had to do. This is this is an affirmation, an endorsement of a white Marine, ex-Marine killing a, a black person and saying that society is better because of this act. And I think that that that, um, you know, opening the door to that kind of of response is is just incredibly, incredibly dangerous. And I think that that, you know, um, one of the things that that Matt Walsh has has really um, uh, sort of been in the right wing media for for the last year and a half or so is has been leading the charge against LGBTQ people and has really kind of like defined a lot of that. And so 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 hearing him say things like the community is better off without Neely, I think um, may be a kind of preview of the kind of things that we'll that we'll uh, hear uh, more and more from from uh, other conservative pundits, and then DeSantis uh, with that uh, bill that he signed, which is like some of the other bills he signed, um, unconstitutional according to legal scholars. But he admitted he wants to bring that back up to the Supreme Court. Um, you know, having the death penalty for sex offenders, and he signed it. And as you point out, th several of these pundits, uh, Alex Jones, Stephen Crowder, um, Matt Walsh, uh, Michael Knowles, they, they really glommed onto it. And my first thought when he signed that was how he spent the last two years demonizing LGBTQ people as pedophiles, you know, as groomers, right? And so has Matt Walsh and the rest of them. And then you come to, and now here's what should be done to these people, right? It's basically promoting open season on LGBTQ people. 
Absolutely. I think that this law absolutely has to be uh, understood in this this broader um, both the, there's the, the long history of uh, of uh, conservatives uh, saying that that um, gay people are, are a threat to children that that dates back decades. Um, but that in the in the the more recent history, uh, really in the last uh, couple of years that have escalated so much, um, where you've seen uh, openly fascist gangs uh, disrupt pride events, um, uh, you know, uh, threaten uh, drag uh, performers. Um, that and and that uh, DeSantis uh, has been absolutely uh, leading that charge from from his uh, his seat in Florida, and and so so. You know, I think that that it's it's would completely miss the forest for the trees uh, if uh, if you kind of bought into the right wing story of like, well, well, you know, people who commit child abuse are are the worst of the worst, and and that's kind of where it starts and stops. Um, the 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 demonization of of LGBTQ people um, is is a is a uh, a whole uh, of the conservative movement approach. And this is just the, I think, the the most um, recent, uh, really alarming manifestation of it. Um, but but I think you're you're right in terms of of signaling to the broader public that that not only uh, will the state attempt to uh, to carry out this violence, but as we've just been talking about, any vigilantes uh, right. or, or fascist groups who who uh, you know take the law into their own hands. Uh, are also almost certainly going to be uh, welcomed by the the conservative movement, and and so I think that that that's another uh, absolutely crucial aspect to keep in mind. You um, point out Alex Jones um, said to Stephen Crowder, uh, he was on Stephen Crowder's show program, and he's been in the news quite a bit for that video of him uh, horribly treating uh, his wife. He said, hang them in the public square as a deterrent because these damn predators are everywhere. Yeah. So what you're what you're seeing already from from Jones is the inflation, the threat inflation. Uh, these predators are everywhere. Um, certainly uh, wanting to kind of make a, a, a spectacle of this and and um, targeting demonized populations uh it never it never stops with that the the um the the point is 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 always to go after um the most uh hated and and maligned um parts of the of uh society first and i think that that what this also is is really um it's important to to remember here is that is that uh, what DeSantis is doing runs absolutely contrary to um, what uh, advocates who actually uh, work in the best interest of of uh, sexual abuse uh, survivors want. You know, this this will make it um, much much worse for children. Um, it will make it uh, much more likely. Um, uh, it, it will at least potentially make it more likely that children wouldn't want to come forward. Um, if they feel like somebody, you know, who who did this to them, we know that that a lot of that the majority of the vast majority of of sexual abuse happens either within the family or the friend of the family or somebody who's who's known to the family in the community, and it's already incredibly 
difficult for survivors to come forward. And the idea that somebody that that their family knows could be potentially put to death because of them coming forward, it, it, it's it's completely contrary to to what you would want to do if you were actually addressing the mental health of the children. Uh, and of society writ large. It's purely about vengeance. It's purely about signaling that that um, you know DeSantis uh, it, it wants to be the 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 you know furthest right on on um, anti LGBTQ uh, the spectrum that he that he can be. Um, and so I think that that's that's important to to remember here is that the the stated. Uh, purpose of this um, of a of a law like this is absolutely uh, contrary to what what advocates uh, want, um, and so I think that that kind of gives up the the whole game here. Right, and the way they discuss it, you you know, you rape a child, you deserve to uh, forfeit your right to life. Nothing about due process. Um, the fact that. There are often charges that aren't true, and there are, you know, mistakes made and misidentifications and, uh, you know, none of that, right? And we've certainly seen that uh, with regard to rape and DNA evidence that comes back and shows that people have been um, you know, completely innocent and, and put in prison. Right. And, and, and the, the entire premise of of the the DeSantis um, bill and of the the right wing media response to it, I think is is completely uh, is completely flawed and and is based on um, an understanding of of uh, um, abuse of children that that is essentially uh, adjacent to the kind of QAnon conspiracy. You know the the way that that the right uh, right wing media has has defended this is is that there's some sort of uh, th there's there's a, a kind of external evil that is out there that can be that can be found and punished in this spectacular way as a deterrent, um, and that 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 this you know sort of uh, cabal of child traffickers can 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 be uh, you know can be killed and then that eliminates the problem and that is a completely uh, completely mm -hmm. uh, incorrect assessment of of what actual child abuse is. It's 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 this comp it's this total um, bizarre again QAnon adjacent almost fantasy that that externalizes the problem that blames it on some sort of you know liberal elites or something. Um, as as opposed to understanding the, the actual dynamics here and 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 things that that would actually um, you know address uh, address the, this problem in in a in a holistic public health approach, and instead uh, that of course is not is not mm -hmm. interesting to the to the mm -hmm. right. Instead, um, it's just these these um, you know revenge fantasies right. being enacted out uh, uh, legislatively. Um, and and again, it, it has nothing to do with actually right. um, benefiting the the, the children <laughs> or, or or survivors right. of this. It's it's entirely about signaling um, that that they are the the the, the people who are defending this mm -hmm. are the the most hardline um, 
uh, anti-LGBTQ people uh, out there. Uh, really um, important to focus in on this and glad uh, to have you come on the program and speak about it. Thanks so much uh, for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. John Neffel is a senior writer at Media Matters, and he also is co-host of Radio Dispatch, daily political podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at John Neffel, K-N-E-F-E-L is how to spell his name. We're back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Michelangelo Signorelli Show on Sirius XM.